You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 70. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about what happens when everything is going along smoothly and suddenly you just think you don't care. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Let's dive right in. Now, before I begin, today's podcast is a result of a letter from a reader, Heather. And Heather wrote a great question that many of you think about and have experienced. And the phrase that Heather uses in her letter is, what happens when I just say to myself, screw it? So please know that I don't want to offend anybody and I don't consider that word bad language. But if you are offended by that phrase, maybe this is not the one that you want to listen to, but that's the phrase I'm going to use today. And what we're going to talk about is what Heather wants to know, and that is, why do I keep saying screw it when I'm trying to lose weight? So here's Heather's letter with her permission. I guess my biggest issue, and what I'd like to hear you address, is the part where I say to myself, screw it. I'll do better tomorrow, but of course tomorrow never comes. I can't even tell you how many Sunday last bad meals I've had. I'm not so much concerned with beating myself over it, as I'm just wondering why I get to that place of disregard for my health, my comfort, my general well-being. Like most people, I wasn't always fat. I quit smoking four years ago, and I replaced cigarettes with food. And it's not celery. So I know I can break a bad habit. I just haven't figured this one out yet. So Heather, thank you for your honesty in sharing this problem that you're dealing with with everybody, because I think it feels better just to know that you are not the only one dealing with this. And I'm going to coach you and all of you who are listening today to get over that screw it mentality, what you say to yourself when you just feel like, I just can't do it. It's not worth it. I'm not going to try anymore. Let's talk for just a moment about the difference between quitting smoking and quitting eating. Quitting smoking is a challenge, right? If you've ever tried it, you know. And there are substances in the cigarettes, along with the nicotine, that really do give you that physical craving for more. So it's a physiological addiction and it's a mental habit. And you associate it with all kinds of things. You might smoke when you're nervous or anxious or after a meal or when you're having a drink or when you're with friends. There's so many connections that we make with smoking and life. So stopping smoking is really hard. You're right, Heather. But here's the thing. You don't have to smoke to continue your life, but you do have to eat. And not only do you have to eat, but you have to eat many times a day. So as hard as smoking is, I think that once you're done with it, you can be done with it. Little things will remind you of when you used to smoke, but it's not as compelling as food because with food, you're going to be reminded of how you used to overeat or you used to eat emotionally or get triggered into a binge many times a day. So it's a little bit more challenging. 
So let me answer all of your questions about why you may say screw it to yourself. And even though it's something you really want, this phrase comes up all the time. So let's look at what typically happens when you're trying to change your eating, whether it's weight loss or your habits or binging or emotional eating, doesn't matter. You're trying to change an eating habit. So the first thing that you usually do is you make a plan, right? You make a commitment and you sit down and you figure out, how am I going to do this? What am I going to eat? When am I going to eat? When will I stop and why am I doing it? Those are the basics. And if you've been in this weight loss game before, you know that these are the typical things that you think about in the beginning. You make that plan, you make that commitment. Then what happens is also pretty predictable, even though you may not see it at the time. But what happens then is that you begin to hit the same roadblocks you have always hit. It may be a thought, And the thought may be, I just can't do this. It may be an emotion, a feeling where you feel dejected or depressed or uninspired or unmotivated. It just may be a sad feeling that doesn't lead you to want to take action. It could be that you have a slip. It could be a simple habit, like a pattern where for five days you're following your plan and then for the next two days you're off in the opposite direction. And that's when you're typically likely to say, screw it. The habit you have is simply a pathway in your brain that leads you to do what you've always done. And if you always say, screw it, it's always going to lead you to quit or just to stop, to sit down in that road and not go any further. And here's what I want you to think about. What is your version of screw it? where you give up and you try to rationalize. Now, some of the most common things I hear from my clients are these three. I just don't care. It really doesn't matter. And I'll start tomorrow. Do you relate to any of those thoughts? I'll bet you do. It's not that your brain is working against you. It's really not. It's just that it's trained to go for the easiest route possible. And when you run into a roadblock, when you run into a challenge that you have to overcome, the easiest route is to just say, the heck with it. I don't care. This is what I want to do. So when you do that, you simply stop in your path and you stop doing what you were doing. This is a lower brain habit. And when we say, I'll start tomorrow, that especially is a lower brain habit because there really is no tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow is a message that could come up a thousand times for you. All your brain wants you to do is postpone what's challenging now, postpone doing what's different because it feels uncomfortable and because it takes a little more effort or maybe sometimes a lot more effort than doing what you've always done. If you think any one of those three things, I don't care, this doesn't really matter, or I'll start tomorrow, just know that that's your version of the heck with it. Who cares? Screw it. I don't care anymore. You might also think sometimes, well, I tried to eat this and I tried not to eat that and I wasn't perfect, so I just may as well give up. Another version of that lower brain saying tomorrow is that last supper that Heather referenced. You know, on Sunday night, you tell yourself, well, tomorrow's going to be different. Tomorrow's Monday. Tomorrow's when I'm really going to be good. 
So tonight, I better get in all that I can and want to eat because tomorrow I'm going to have to be really, really strict with myself. So when you hear those things, I want you to stop believing them and start questioning them and notice that those are your most common thoughts from your lower brain. Now, why do you say the heck with it? Why do you say that? It may be that you're a little bit of a perfectionist. And if you can't do something perfectly, you'd rather do nothing at all. And that becomes the habit. You slip, it's not perfect, may as well just stop. You may think that it's too hard. You may be experiencing fear about what you think is ahead of you. And when you think of all the different things you have to do, you have thoughts about how hard it is. You may also have a fear of failing. You've tried this so many times. What if you fail? And I personally think, so what if you fail? If you don't fail, you're not trying. Failure is a signal that you're making an effort to do something different than you've always done. In the process, you're going to fail. So failure is a sign of doing something. You might also think something's wrong with you in particular, that you just can't do this, that other people can do it, but you can't. You may fear that you are the exception. And one thing I say to my clients all the time is that you are unique, but your problem is not. So although you may think that you are the exception when it comes to how you think and what you do, if you're part of the human race, I promise you, you can change. It's just going to be uncomfortable because you've been doing the same thing for a very, very long time. Everything you've been doing is a habit, and that habit includes saying, screw it, or what the heck. It's a habit to start, quit, start, quit. It may not be meaningful, but it feels like it is. When you have these words come up in your head that say, it's too hard, I can't do it, something's wrong with me, those words, if you and I sat down together and I coached you privately, I would be able to show you why those words are not true. But for now, you'll just have to trust me that that's just one of the stories you've chosen. And it's no more true than any other story that you may not or may believe. But the words feel meaningful because everything we think creates a feeling. All of our feelings, when we experience them, feel absolutely real. So that convinces us that the thought behind them is real. So if your thought is, it's too hard, I can't fail again, something's wrong with me, I must be the exception, those thoughts are all going to create pretty negative feelings. And what comes next is your habitual action. And your habitual action is to think or say something like, screw it or the heck with it and quit. That's the whole habit in a nutshell. What can you do instead? There is a solution here. I want you to notice when your desire to say screw it comes up. And I want you to notice how uncomfortable it feels to step back and see it happening instead of go right into it and follow it and believe it as if it's the total truth. I know that that's your inclination. I know that's what you've always done. So this is the uncomfortable part. It's not the thought that makes you uncomfortable, but it's not giving in to the thought. When you say screw it, your desire is going to be to stop, give up, quit. What's going to be uncomfortable is to still have the same thought, the heck with it, but not act on it, not let it permeate 
how you think and how you feel and what you do. And instead to step back and see, okay, this is my brain doing what it's always done. This is not the real me. This is just my lower brain giving me a suggestion. And it is not me. I am separate from it. Call it what it is. Call it a lower brain thought. Do not act on it because then you'll reinforce it. But don't get upset if you do. Don't get upset when it comes. It's only coming because you've practiced it. And if you act on it, it's only because that's the pathway that is the strongest right now. I promise you that the more you can separate from the thought of screw it, the more you could see it happening, eventually you will be able to not act on it, to not stop and to not give up. Now, you know, we've talked a little bit in the past about perspectives. You can either rise above and look down on a situation or be on the ground and looking at the very next step. In this case, I want you to step back and rise above. Look down on you and your life and what you're doing and see that lower brain giving you that message. Oh, just say screw it. Just say what the heck. It's simply a habit. It's a typical roadblock for you, but it doesn't mean that it means anything. It doesn't mean that it's strong, stronger than what you really want. So I'm asking you to pause, not stop, and know that this process of seeing yourself say screw it and understanding where it comes from is not going to be perfect. Perfect is not required. All I want you to do is to begin to recognize it and stop acting on those thoughts and keep going, even if it feels messy and disorganized and not following the exact steps that you wish it would. This, my friend, is doable. If you're in the habit of saying, who cares? I'll just start tomorrow. Maybe I'm just not meant to accomplish this. That is simply part of the whole habit. It's part of the ritual of trying something new and having your lower brain wanting protectively to keep you exactly where you are. It's a good thing, but in this case, it's a habit that you don't want anymore. Your lower brain doesn't know that, so you are going to retrain it, and you can do this. Now, here's what I want you to focus on in the coming week, because we know this is going to come up. Let's be prepared. Let's not get upset about it. So the next time you slip, I want you to see, and when I say slip, I don't mean fall off a diet. Remember, we're not doing that here. But let's say you make a plan for yourself of how you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, how your hunger level is going to be. And you suddenly find yourself wanting to do what you've always done, which is eat too much or eat when you're not hungry. And when you do that, it's going to be very tempting to say, oh, who cares? That is your habit. See the urge to say that. And here's what I want you to do. Grab some paper, grab your phone, open up memos, open up notes, and either speak or write your thoughts. Download your thoughts right here. That's going to help you see what your lower brain is telling you, the message it's sending you, and you will be able to see that it's not meaningful. And then you will be able to, if not the first time, after a couple of times, you will be able to ignore that urge. You need to isolate it, see it, separate from it, and not respond to it. And the more you do that, the more those old pathways get weaker and stop coming up. 
And if you've ever heard myself and Katherine Hansen talking, you'll know that this is very similar to the work that we do in our Brain Over Binge group courses. So if that is one of your issues, check out the show notes and get on the waiting list for the next class that we're doing. But whether you're applying this to emotional eating or breaking any bad habit, noticing what your lower brain is saying and not responding to it is key. And screw it, or what the heck, Heather, those are just more examples of your lower brain in action trying to do what it thinks you need. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what to stay focused on. Now, I want you to take a look at the show notes because there's a link there to several things that you might be interested in. Firstly, all the different ways that you can work with me privately or in a binge eating group or an emotional eating group, the Freedom Group. And also, if you haven't done so yet, please feel free to treat yourself to a free copy of my book, Downloadable, and it's called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. Very useful exercises and understanding understandings of all the different mistakes that you've made in the past up until now so that you can see them and stop doing them. I hope to see you back here for more coaching next week, where we will continue to work on that emotional eating and the binge eating step by step until they both become something that you used to do. I know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. Thank you to Heather for letting me share her letter. Keep those letters coming, everybody. I'm happy to talk about your personal problems on the podcast so that you can get personal answers. See you all next week.